tell you who I hate this week. Wonderful. I still I like to say this week. Uh, is this is this something you specifically hate this week, or no? I is hate this like a weeks. universal. Okay, it's universal. Like it's, people who drive slow in the passing lane. This is even worse than them. There's than those, nothing worse than them. <laughs> than those war criminals. This is. I would support waterboarding for those people. Honestly, mm, the uh, the handle in my shower, the like faucet handle. Okay. It has 180 degrees of motion. Okay. From you know off to fully on and from cold to hot. Okay. Full you know full half circle that it moves. Only a small sliver, about two thirds of the way in, the width of a ladybug's eyelash actually makes any difference. And in that little spot, it goes from like boiling to ice, and it's very, it's very precise. And I want to know why is why are we still living like that? Why is there no like nest automated shower nozzle like why are we still dealing with all i mean like or when you go to hotels and it's it or if they've got the analog yeah or there's the hot and the cold you gotta like i want you know a third on of hot and and a and a third on of cold to make the right ratio like why is there not something where you just dial up i want the water 74 degrees or whatever yeah or like uh how there's those beds that adjust the the firmness firmness. you can have like different settings for different people in the house right that's a great idea why is it because i feel like that's less of a hate more of a here's an actual cool idea that that, i came up with maybe that should be a new (laughs) is it because water and electricity don't mix you know i don't think they're trying they can't i don't know but no, I don't think that's Why it. has shower faucet technology not advanced? Yeah, I mean, well, I would say shower heads are better. Right. Right? Um, did you guys just, do you guys just have the shower head that was here, or did you, like, upgrade yes, your... it was here. Okay. Cause but we, everything had been recently redone okay, when okay. we, you know... Are you happy with your shower head? I'm not not happy with it, but, okay. you know... I feel like... Much like being married to Rachel. Maybe I don't know what I'm missing, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I just had another showerhead one night or a weekend, then I would know, you know. I I feel like... hear about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to go over well. Um, I feel like showerheads are one of those things that you... There's certain things in life that you interact with a lot, and you need to kind of make sure you've upgraded those things. Right. Toilet paper... Yes, not something you want to skimp on, and I feel like sh- pillow, mm-hmm. shower head, those kind of those are things that that you really want to like. I really like our shower head. The only downside to that is whenever we go somewhere else, like a hotel or wherever, and I'm like, oh, this is garbage. Is it like a rain whatever? Thing? No, it's. But one of the things we did do is we it's it has like a handle thing, and it, you can pull that off. Amanda knows. Yeah. What? What? I don't get it. Anyway. Um, but it's nice because it's, it's high up. To me, that's a big part. It makes yeah. It so you don't have to like squat to like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and it does have like multiple settings on it where you, you don't have to turn it. You just like push this button. And so like, I like one setting and a man likes a different setting. And so is it like some sort of electronic button? It's not. Oh. Um, but it's just, it's just like the. I guess the thickness of the water stream. Mm-hmm. So hers is her th- her stream is bigger, but like uh, it feels a little slower maybe, and mine is like thinner and more harsh. Um, but yeah, that's I mean with the nest thing. Why don't we invent something, dude? Or yeah, 
That's a good idea. If we knew, if we like had any sort of app aptitude, I feel like we we'd have a lot of good know ideas. People, maybe we know people that can that have that. I feel like I feel like Robert could farm it out to someone. Yeah, or even talking to Amanda too. Like maybe there are, maybe this does exist. If it does, she would know about it, right? It's true. So. You have someone in the industry. Yeah, I'll tell you what hotel has great shower heads. The U.S. Grant in San Diego. Is it uh, Grant or Grant? Grant. Grant. As in Ulysses, Ulysses S. S. Grant. You think he ever went to San Diego? That seems unlikely, right? Obviously, he built a hotel there. Is that the? Is that where Katrina got married? No. Okay. It's near there, though. It's right across from Horton Plaza and okay. NBC building and stuff. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's got to be right there. Yeah. Do you it's on where Broadway. That hotel? Yeah, I mean, I can picture it. Okay. I feel like it was like a block up from Broadway okay. or something. Because, yeah, we... I remember, like, we stayed at, like, Audrey's house. It's like... We were staying with, like, a bunch of people just sleeping on the floor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, nope. So we ended up springing for a, a place in like... hotel. And it was crazy expensive for one night, but it was super worth it. I feel it like awesome. the era... Whenever Katrina got married, which was, I want to say, like, 2000. Seven, eight, around there. Okay. So I want to say that was, I feel like it's a milestone where we went from, it's cool just crashing on someone's couch yeah. or floor to, I need a hotel. Because right. remember, uh, your wedding, milestone. you probably don't remember this, but at your for your wedding, everyone's at the wood. A right? ton of people were staying at the wood. Well, I know that only because you guys made that wood video. Right. Yeah. And so, and Phil had come in to town for less than 24 hours. Uh, and so I had to wake up at like 6.30 or whatever the next morning and take him to the airport for his flight out. And I just remember stepping over so many sleeping bag bodies like all over the house to, to get, you know, to the car and get out and stuff. Like the infamous New Year's Eve night. Like, also like the infamous New Year's <laughs> Eve night. Where there were a lot of people there. So that was like a, a, a high school, college, you know, early oh, years totally. after college, it's cool to just crash on the floor and who cares and then, right. you know, save money. And then I feel like we get to this crossing point uh, in our adult lives where it's like, no, I'm going to stay in a hotel. Yeah. That actually kind of came up a few years ago. I guess we weren't fully in that yet at that point, maybe. Or maybe it's because, like... People had different know. tolerances. Well, yeah, and, Am- and Amanda's job, you know, job kind of fluctuated between she was do- making a lot of money, and then the market went terribly, and then it went back up. And, um, but when we went to Oregon for my cousin's wedding, and we stayed at Sarah's house for a couple nights, and then we were like, let's get a hotel. Because... The wedding was like a ways out of town, mm-hmm. and so we got a hotel right there, right on the river, and that was nice. But I'm actually going to Portland in June for Robes' bachelor party. Oh. Yeah. Which I'm glad did it's not he... like in Cabo yeah. or... Did he have a bachelor party the first time? Yeah, it was in Cabo. I did not go. Okay. Um, so you're allowed to have like multiple bachelor's party. You know, when you have or a... Or is it just an excuse to get together? It is. Yeah. When you have, but when you have a party like that where there's... You know, you're out of state or out of country. There's an expectation where you know not everyone's going to go. Right. Right? I mean, mine was early, and so a lot of people went. But I feel like some of you, were you in the group that went home that night? Yes. Okay. For some reason, like, Jason, Robert, and I yeah. drove home at, like, yeah. 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was kind of uncharted territories. That's, like, the first bachelor party I ever went to, I think. I don't think I went to one before my own. Really? It was probably the first one I went to, too. I mean, your wedding was the first, other than Kendra, right. which, which we, we were yeah. so young. Uh, that was like the first friend wedding yeah. that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mazel tov. <laughs> All right. You trendsetter. You know me.
Now everyone's just getting married because <laughs> we did it, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So this podcast, um, we're getting into the swing of things for the upcoming March Madness, right? It is March. Who are you telling? Um, I know you've Big been watching, NCAA fan over watching here. a lot of college basketball. Yeah. Go team. Uh, so um, we've each devised a bracket. Is my understanding? Yep. I devised... This actually started... You sent me homework, and I did it. You sent me a picture of a Disney... Yes. Best Disney songs bracket. And I do have a bone to pick with you about that. Okay. Because I looked a little further at the... Did you just, like, zoom in on yes, this? at the decisions <laughs> you already made. And in the first round, a whole new world lost out to some bullshit song I'd never heard of before. I will say this. First of all, I'm not passionate about Aladdin. But... I'm I, not either, but that song is great. I will say, uh, so we decided it as a family, and uh, one member of the family is certainly more vocal when it comes to things like that. I assume it's Rachel? Nope. And uh, this member of the family uh, doesn't quite understand longevity over the most recent thing, so a lot of... Zero to hero? A lot what of, the fuck is that? I don't know. A lot of Moana... You don't know what it is and you let it win? I, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a hill to die on. I put my foot no, down that's on, the hill on, uh, on the Toy Story one. Like spinning around zero to, he- you know what it's from? It's I I remember looking up Hercules. Rachel likes Hercules. She's gonna get. It's what she calls me. Get a Schindler's name. That was probably not a good choice for us. Yeah. Don't sign me up for that. <laughs> She's gonna get title lashing from you, sir. Um, it's a yeah. hard pass. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I'm still pissed about that because. Right. And I talked to a man about it, and she was like, "But you got to think of it as the the Disney version in the sh- in the movie." And I was like, "No, I'm going Peebo Bryson <laughs> version, and that is tough to beat." Molly demanded that something from Moana, which has been out for three weeks, I'm fine with that. Beat "When You Wish Upon a Star," which is like the most iconic Disney song. It's the song that plays at the beginning of every movie with their little logo. Right. I mean, it's it's you know, and it's been around for eighty years. But right. no, she just saw Moana, so this one's better. Well, that's the way kids are. If you right. ask a kid what their favorite movie is, it's whatever the last movie they saw was. Right. So, like, I remember earlier this year, we do a VIP, like a student of the week thing, and one of my kids is like, yeah, my favorite movie of all time is Now You See Me Too. And I was like, go kill yourself. <laughs> like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Are you legally allowed to say that to yeah. the students? No, I'm not. But I'm legally allowed to say it in my head. Mm, good. I was just talking with one of my coworkers today about how almost daily at this point, of the year, now that we're like sort of feeling like we're pushing into spring, mm-hmm. third trimester started, we officially have 55 more days of school left. Um, the Denzel Washington Remember the Titans line, boy, you must be out of your god, no, what is it? You must be outside your mind. <laughs> that like is in my head every day when nice. these kids are doing this crazy thing. Anyway, so my bracket, right. I have 16 contenders. Sweet 16. Yes, we are starting at the Sweet 16. In the interest of time. <laughs> In the interest of time, yes. And I didn't want to make 64 of them. Um, what I have here are 16 quotes you've probably never heard. Okay. And so I have them listed by uh, the famous men okay. who have said them. Because you sent me a example pairing, and it was two names. And, and who were those two names? Uh, it was like Mark Twain and Rod Stewart. That, those were those two names? And I was, I was beside myself. Like with how me. could those two be connected? What yeah. is the category? 
That's the category. Quotes you've probably never heard. Maybe you've heard one or two of these. Uh, if it's from the Rod Stewart catalog, I've probably <laughs> Well, they're not song quotes. Oh. There's like something he said on they're fa- TMZ yeah. or something? They're, well, they're like famous quotes. So, you know, I've got like Plato and Confucius and Napoleon and George Washington and things like that. So some of these quotes, I kind of tried to divide them. Some are kind of like snarky and funny. And others are more kind of like inspirational and thought-provoking. So are you just going to read the, the quote without the author and I'm picking purely based on the quote? Do you think knowing the author will... No, I guess not. My, my thought is, which of these quotes do you like best? Right. And, you know, I, I, when I did this with Amanda, she was like, Unless, well, what yeah. kind of cat, you know, like, is this something you'd want on your tombstone? Or, or And I was like, nah, just, just what do you like best? Purely on its own merits. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think the, unless, like, one is from Hitler or something. No. Obviously, that one's going all the way. No. There is one by a guy named Heraclitus. Oh. Which you might like. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so here we go. Would you like me I'm, to tell I'm you just, the names? I'm just, Actually, maybe I'm, I'm just biting through my tongue on so many jokes to make. <laughs> maybe I'll tell you the names after you pick the winner. Yeah. Between those two. Yeah, okay. Okay, so uh, here, are your fir- here are your first two quotes. Okay. The first competition. Let's do it. Um, the first one is, some cause happiness wherever they go. Others, whenever they go. Okay. Thoughts? Enjoy. Yeah, I like that one. It's snarky. Some people bring happiness, and, and some, some people, people make people happy by leaving. Getting the fuck yeah. out of there. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Okay. The other one... When you started reading it, I thought I was going to, like, guess. Like a... like a Not a riddle. What do you call it? Like, I'm black and white and oh. red all over. Yeah. You know, like, it's a riddle. Is it a riddle? Yeah. Okay. Wise men speak because they have something to say. Fools because they have to say something. I like okay. I like this is a good pairing too because they both kind of like have the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both have, they both have a semicolon. Yes, they're both semicolon fantastic. Um, gosh, see now I almost wish there was you know, which would you rather print on your business card or tombstone or whatever, like a category because I like them both for different reasons. Well, explain. I like the one the second one about about fools say because they feel like they I feel like that is a good. I like that one for, like, a business context, for, like, in a meeting where people just, you know, blah, 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 just to be speaking and they're not really right. saying anything, you know. Like, it brings me back to college when the people who'd sit in the front row would ask the professor questions after, you know, like, at the end of class and be like, well, does this mean blah, blah, blah? And it's, they know exactly what, that it means that and they're just looking for, like, acknowledgement right. from the professor or whatever. Or to look like, like the off. smartest person in the room is Yeah. But I really like the one about the people. I'm going to go with the one about the people. Some cause happiness wherever they yeah. go, others whenever they go. Yeah. That is an Oscar Wilde quote. Hmm. The other one is Plato. Okay. And actually, that Plato quote won it all for Amanda. Really? It's kind of crazy. Wow. I love the Oscar Wilde quote. So yeah. I was like, fuck, you lost my, like, one of my best ones in the first round. <laughs> all right. Uh, next round. Next pairing. Yeah. Only two things are... No, that's not right. I was looking at numbers and I shouldn't have been. You should have done uh, more prep. Friendship is like peeing on yourself. Mm. Everyone can see it, but only you get the warm feeling that it brings. So everyone can see that you're friends with someone, but only you are enjoying yeah. the friendship. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one... I'm lukewarm on that one. The other one Much is... Much like a peeing on yourself. I've had a wonderful time, but this wasn't it. 
<laughs> I like that one. Is that going to be your winner? <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my winner. Because the, I was just kind of eh on the other one. Uh, the first one is a guy named Robert Block. The second one is Groucho Marx. I like and it. I feel like that's something you would say. Like, it's very, oh, are you friends with my wife? Or do you know my wife? Oh. <laughs> then, you yeah. know, get the fuck out of her. What was, that was the second one. line to that? Uh, oh, well, I do, or something like that. Yeah, something like that. That was great. Yeah. Okay, so we have... Oscar Wilde advancing to the mm-hmm. Elite Eight, and we have Groucho also advancing. I like that. I like that format too. I've had a lot of good time. Whatever. I like. I've had a good time. With this wasn't it or whatever. Yeah. Or, it's know. the setup and the knockdown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who sings that song? Let's leave it that way. Yeah. That kind of uh, next one is only two things are infinite: the universe and human stupidity. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure about the former. Mm, okay. Uh, the other one is, he was a bold man that first ate an oyster. <laughs> that is a good one, because there's just so many things that we eat, like, commonplace. Ah, oysters aren't commonplace, really, but, but it's like, who thought? Like, artichokes. Who saw an artichoke and was like, well, if I scrape my tooth on here and <laughs> put some mayonnaise Someone on it. Someone who was like, dying of hunger, probably? Yeah, like, how does yeah. that occur? To a pineapple? Yeah, exactly, exactly. This thing's I mean, prickly guess, all over. I'm going to put it in my mouth. I get. How do pineapples grow? On trees? They grow trees? Yeah. Have you seen a... I guess... Have, I, have you ever seen pineapples grow on trees? This seems like something we should know yeah, at our age. No, I've seen, like, coconuts on a palm tree. Right. right. Palm tree, but, is yeah. it, but isn't that... Don't we just think that because pineapples are kind of like palm trees and that they're, they have, That's like, the true. tuft on top and the They're so spiky. hard, they could grow underground. But I doubt I it. Like, they feel like an above ground. I, I actually went to the Dole Plantation in Hawaii when I was a kid. And I don't feel like it was a bunch of trees. We're going to have to look this up. Yeah. But we'll, we'll do it off the air. Okay. So, but anyway, it also reminds me of the, the old uh, Bob Newhart bit where he's like um, doing a thing where he's back in colonial days. And uh, the first people who ever try smoking tobacco... And he goes through this whole thing. I remember listening to this when we flew to Europe back in 96, I guess, um, on United or whatever it was. And there was like, you know, 15 different Comedy stations station to listen to. Or, yeah. And they'd cycle through every two hours. And when you're on a flight that's like 12 hours, you hear it multiple times. Right. So he's like, you know, so wait a minute. I take these leaves and I chop them up and I wrap paper around them and I put it in my mouth and I light it on fire. Like what the fuck? Yeah, is how this? does like this? Like how do people think to do that? It's right? a very elaborate system. Yeah, that you wonder like yeah, exactly. So we have he was a bold man that first ate an oyster. Yeah, it's a good one. Or only two things are infinite: the universe right. and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the fourth. So very two different, right? They are. One is like people are idiots, which is true. And the other one, it's kind of crazy that we eat these things. I'm gonna go with the oyster one. All right, that's Jonathan Swift. Author of Gulliver's Travels. Okay. The other one was Albert Einstein. Yeah. What does he know? Yeah. Okay. Now... I mean, wow. really, knowing it's Albert Einstein makes it seem a little elitist, because he was smart, so right. he's just like, look at all you mouth breathers. That's true. All right. Next. Patriotism is supporting your country all the time, and your government when it deserves it. Donald J. Trump. And its opponent is, instead of getting married again, I'm going to find a woman I don't like and just give her a house. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Um, it's, yeah, I'm going to go with that one. It's that, hard, it's, that to me was my lock of the first round, and that is Rod Stewart. 
beating out Mark Twain. Yeah, well, it's anything of the patriotism ones are just going to be hard. But I mean, it's not like oh, you must be patriotic. It was like you know, you love your country, but the people who are running it are sometimes terrible. And yeah. at any time, you know, at least thirty percent of the population is going to be like these people are idiots, right? Right. It's just what we talked about in the last podcast. I think about my sort of head in the sand. I just mm. I'm just blocking as much of it out of my life as I can. It's so it's things like that start like pushing on the bubble and I have to I have to dismiss them. But I do I do like the the Rod Stewart one. And I feel like he's wealthy enough that he could just do that. He'd be like, ah, this one's a bitch. Here I'm ass. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, we're now to the other side. We okay. have our four that advanced on the left. Now we're going to the Is right. Is it the side. upside down? Indeed. Because I watch Stranger Things. Congratulations. Yeah. It's about time. Um next, before you embark on a journey of revenge Dig, Dig two, two graves. graves. That's one of my all-time favorite quotes. I yeah. really like that one. That was the one that I thought, if you'd heard any of them, that one... It's from a Bond movie. movie. Is it really? I'm sure. Okay. It's from a lot well, of it's movies. It's not originally right? from a Bond movie. I'm pretty sure that's a that's going to be a Ian Fleming. Um, here's the other one. It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. Hmm. That's a good quote, and I enjoy it, but I... Th- well, see, now I'm just, I'm like a dumb voter. I'm going on familiarity. Like, oh, but I've heard the, the But the Dicks and Graves one. one, I feel like, is a good, you know, it is, it is introspective. It makes you introspective because you're like, you know, when I'm, when I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this person. I'm going to do something to go out and get them. Right. You're also suffering in a way, right? right. Your part of you is dying or whatever, however you want. Is it that. racist to hear it in your head as like, Men who go on revenge dig first too great, like in a, like a kind of Asian-y voice, Oriental-y voice. It is Confucius <laughs> who said it. <laughs> but I, I feel like in some I situations... Like, I was like, if you're talking about men, that's not racist. No, but instead of like, well, you read it as like, before you seek revenge, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like in a movie it was like... Remember Before. ancient Chinese proverb, uh, man who follow yeah. revenge dig two graves. Well, I'm sure it's been amended and adjusted in various ways right. over the years. Transgender who seek revenge yes. first dig two graves. Well, uh, for you, that doesn't have to be gender. What? What was the second one? It's not the load that breaks oh, you right. down, it's the way you carry it. Hmm. I want to go with that one. Really? I don't feel like I have a lot of revenge seeking in my life. That's bullshit. Not that I would act right. on. Uh, I, but I mean, I feel like, so here's how I think of it. Uh, somebody cuts me off on the freeway or, like, doesn't right. move. And I'm like, fuck that guy. I'm going and I'm going to get ahead of them. Right. Like, that's, that, you know, thinking of this would center you and be like, that's being stupid. Right. Like, don't, you don't need to do that kind of thing. But I feel like that kind of stuff I would think, like, oh, that was a jerk move. But I wouldn't, like, act on anything, you know. I have more, a lot more road rage than I should. You have a longer commute than I do, though. Yeah. I feel like you have more freeway, road you, rage opportunity. You used to have longer commutes, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so you I chose... I have podcasts that I listen to. Yeah. Not this one, but... You chose... <laughs> you chose C.S. Lewis. Ah. Uh, Confucius. Good old C.S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. That's what I call him. Uh, next. It is far better to be alone than to be in bad company. Mm. The band. Oh, I like Bad Company. <laughs> uh, that was a cool metal lead singer of Bad Company. <laughs> I know what song I'm going to put on here. Uh, and then the other one is There is Nothing Permanent Except Change. Mm. 
I am going to go definitely on the first one on this. Yeah, it's still a little snarky, which I think, uh, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. But it's also something, like, I firmly believe in. Like, yeah. There's, I, I feel like, I don't know, being alone gets some sort of, like, bad rep, especially, uh, drinking alone, like, oh, what a sad sack sitting there, but it's like, if, if there's a day when, when Rachel's picking up Molly after work, and, like, I get home first, and the house is quiet, and I fix a drink and just, like, read a book for 20 minutes, it's quite pleasant. Like, okay. there's something... I think I'm more of an extrovert than you are. Probably. But would you rather be... Not that, not that being alone is, like, torture to me or anything. Right. But would you rather be hanging out with bad people, or people you don't like... No, of course not. ...than but... to be alone? I mean, it's like, isn't it, uh, is it John Paul Sartre who said, hell is other people? Isn't that what, that Probably. book, No Exit, Wasn't it is the idea? Patricia Benatar who said, hell is for children? <laughs> uh, something like that. Was that her? I don't know. One Patricia, of those early 80s. I, I was like, I know two Patricia Benatar songs, and that's not one. Was it Pat Heaton? Yeah. Uh, so you went with I George went with Washington. Washington. No, he's done a thing or two. Heraclitus. Oh, well. But I mean, that's an, it's an insightful statement. There's nothing permanent except change, right? Change right. is inevitable, but it's not, like, mind-blowing. Right. All right, next, we have never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake. Okay, that's good. I feel like um, it's going to be like Sun Tzu or something. Or It does sound Sun Tzu-ish, but it's not him. Uh, in preparing for battle, I have always found that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. Hmm. Hmm. I like that, too. Yeah. They're both pretty good. I like the first one because as a competitive guy, I'm right. like... If I'm playing a game and the other person's fucking up, maybe I don't tell them that they're fucking up. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Um... But the other one, I feel like, is very true. You know, as a teacher, like, I make plans, and I know that everything's going to change. Like, right. something's going to change every day. Um, like, without a doubt. There's going to be something that doesn't go exactly according to plan. But right. the more I plan for it, and am prepared, it's fine. Right. I just figure it out. Well, in the planning, you just, really, you're just familiarizing yourself with whatever, like, like in, in my job, if we're going to give, like, a presentation or, or some sort of big Q&A thing... You can plan all you want, but you don't know what questions you're going to get or how right. to respond, so you right. can't just follow a script, but the planning itself makes you more familiar. Exactly. I like that one. What was it? It's, oh, why, the make it's why I don't ever fear that robots are going to take my job. I think they could. Because I don't think they have, they'd have the ability to Common adapt core robots? in the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the planning one. Okay. You chose Dwight Eisenhower oh. over Napoleon. Both good generals, right? I guess so. Successful generals? Sure. Uh, Last pairing is, I have often regretted my speech, never my silence. Okay. And we have no more right to consume happiness without producing it than to consume wealth without producing it. Hmm. I'm going to go with the first one. Do you disagree with the second statement? No, I don't. Because I feel like there are people that consume happiness and don't produce it. I was more thinking of, like, people that consume wealth without producing it. Like, welfare people and so. I mean, I wouldn't call it wealth. But I think it's more about the first part than about the second part. Right. Right? Um, People who, well, I'd say the one exception, well, I don't know. It makes me think of kids. Yeah. Because kids consume happiness. Yes. More than they produce it. 
Now, that's me as a non-parent. I suppose as a parent, you do get happiness from your child, but they also consume the shit out of happiness, correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. Like, in terms of the plus-minus scale, they're definitely consuming more than they're producing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, there's a lot more effort into, like, they're keeping them they're happy. They're a kid. You give, them, you give them a break with that, right? But I right. think of people like the Kardashians or something are, I feel like they're consuming a lot without giving a lot back. And that's kind yeah. of bullshit in a way, right? That, you know, I don't know. Um, but the first one, I often regretted my speech never my son. That one, I feel like, is sort of similar to people the Plato one. People that talk just to be talking. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I so think you, that's why I picked it, because I, I like it. Okay, that so you're going with Xenocrates over George Bernard Shaw. I guess so. All right. So we're through the first round, and now we'll hit the winners against Quizzle each other. them down. So, uh, our first pairing for the second round is Oscar Wilde versus Groucho. Some cause happiness wherever they go, others whenever they go, versus... The oysters? I've had a wonderful time. Oh, no. That but one. This oh. wasn't it. Hmm. <laughs> this is, this is, uh... Snark versus snark. Yeah. Sure. And they're both about, like, they're both kind of exit lines or something, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know. Yep. I'm surprised you didn't have, uh... Hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. I wanted to stick with, you know, yeah. non... I thought about, like... Non-Nicholas Cage quotes? <laughs> that would be a great one. All Nicholas Cage All Nicholas Cage Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> um, no, you know what would win with that, right? Well, I guess it's technically a Sean Connery quote. Oh, winners go home and oh. fuck the prom queen? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he was... Yeah. Yeah. Losers do their best. Yeah. Uh... I'm gonna go with the Groucho one. I've had a wonderful time, but this wasn't it. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's more like that's more something I would really say. Oh, totally. Like that could be something you add to your arsenal. <laughs> right. All right. Next, this is a great pair. Uh, when you leave tonight, <laughs> prepare to hear a little uh, Marxist wisdom. Uh, he was a bold man that first ate an oyster. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Versus, one. instead of getting married again, I'm going to find a woman I don't like mm. and just give her a house. Yeah, I'm going to go oyster on this one. Okay. I'm, I'm making. You know, I've already thought through all these, so I'm making okay. like quicker. As I'm sure you will when we get to the second and third sure. rounds of the other I'm ones. excited for that. Where are we at in time? Oh, 30 minutes? I think we yeah. might be able to have a second podcast. hey Look at us. Getting now back to our get... 2009 numbers of <laughs> the weekly show. Uh, okay, to the other side, we have, it's not the load that breaks you down, it's the way you carry it, mm-hmm. versus it is far better to be alone than to be in bad company. Yeah, be alone one. Okay. You just want to get bad company some more airtime, I think, right? Well, there's a song. There's a song by the band that has something about the load. Carry the weight, put the load on me. Something. Uh, fastballs the way. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> oh man, we <laughs> take are, that bad company. You got some competition. <laughs> we are flush with songs for this one. Uh, this will be an extra ten minutes after. Well, there's the also Rod Stewart, by the way. Right. That's true. Um, although he's now out. He's never that clever in his songs, though. No. Do you think if I'm you sexy? Want my yeah. body. Okay. Um, next we have. No, I'm asking. I mean, do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. Drink, drink more wine. And it is yes. <laughs> um, in preparing for battle, I've always found that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. Yeah. Versus, I have often regretted my speech, never my silence. See, both of these I associate, and I'm not sure why, but with like work settings. I feel like both are mm-hmm. applicable to work. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know the planning one we talked about, but mm-hmm. also I feel like. The, you know, not being a blowhard and maybe just listening more than you're speaking is also, like, very As useful. a teacher, one of the things I always have to be mindful of is giving that wait time. 
you know, I ask a question, yeah. and the kid raises his hand, the rookie move is you immediately call on that kid. Right. But as soon as you call on that kid, everyone else stops thinking. Yeah. So you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then you wait some more, <laughs> you know, and wait for, like, those hands to come up of well, those kids that don't often raise their hands. Doing things at the speed of kid is something that I don't feel either for teachers or parents, they really teach you, but you sort of have to figure out. Um, yeah, that is something that I was taught. Really? Yeah. Like, not just rapid Mm -hmm. fire. Well, that's, I mean, I guess too, like, you have to get in a mindset of, I, I am constantly in a mindset of get something done. Right. Like I, 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 I go to Costco yeah. and I, I think I'm just going to stroll up and down the aisles, but I get in there and I like, I need eggs, I need bread and I'm out. I, I feel like with you and, or like at work, you know, I, a lot of times it can, it's, it's not like, it's not like a factory where you punch in and you punch out. It's like you, you have things you need to get done. And if you're done at three o'clock or if you're done at four o'clock, or if you're done at seven o'clock that, you know, when you're done, you're done. It's more like right. task based. With you, you could call on the kids rapid fire, but you're still going to be there till you know two fifty four, whenever whatever weird time the bell rings, right? Well, I look what, at what time does the bell ring? Two twenty. Oh, that's not so weird. It, I it always I always thought it was in like middle school. It's like those weird yeah. It's, like it's never like seven minute period. Yeah, it's yeah. never like five. Oh, no, I will 10, say this. You know? um, for a recess, it's ten twenty to ten thirty two. Yeah. Uh, it used to be 15 minutes, then it's it 12 so minutes, and I feel those three minutes. Round. Um, Round up or down. So, no, I lost my turn. Um, what I would say about that is, uh, you know, I am a, like, get stuff done kind of person, but it's something I actually have to actively fight against, because if we're going over a problem and, you know, we're still working through it, and a kid gets ahead, they're like, I have the answer. I was like, I don't want the answer for right. me. Like, I, I want, you know, if you are my only student... Awesome. That's great. Say, but I have all these other kids who don't know what the fuck's going on. Hey kid, they need to. It's about the journey, not right. the destination. Exactly. But when they're eleven, that's hard for them to understand. And then so light a scented candle. It's you know, it's something you got to do day after day. After so day. I'm picking the planning or the silence, huh? Yes. I'm going to say the silence. Okay. I like that one. Okay. Xenocrates makes it to the final four. I'm um, not xenophobic. I'm xenophilic. Yeah. You should get that checked. A little Latin. Um, so here... hemophilic. Yes. So now we have, in the final four, I've had a wonderful time, but this wasn't it. Yeah. It's a good one. Versus, he was a bold man that first ate an oyster. See, that's also a good one. Uh, this is... this. Wait, these are the top two? These are two of the, fall, of the four. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so... I like both of those. The... I've had a great time, but this wasn't it, is one, like, I can and will use... The oyster one is not one I think I would use, but it's, as I said with the artichokes, it's something I've definitely thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. So so it's hard, again, with no, like... I have a hard time seeing that as the final winner, though. Yeah, it, it's true. So I'm going to go with the, the, the Groucho. Groucho. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have a hard time seeing Groucho as the final <laughs> Though you can you bet that from this point forward, whenever we're in a restaurant and we order oysters, which is rare, but you, I'm going to I do not care for oysters. I only I like, like clams and I like uh, mussels, but not oysters. Uh, I only like baked like oysters, Rockefeller and things. Yeah, I don't like the like 
raw. We had a delicious uh, dinner last night. Amanda made some scallops. Ooh. That were very delicious, as in a little amuse-bouche. Mm-hmm. Um, scallops were your amuse-bouche? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I went and got some from the grocery store, and the guy was awesome. Like, we were, he was, we were chatting up and having a good little rapport, and so he weighs the scallops. I asked for, like, a, maybe a half a pound or a third of a pound, and he weighs them and, like, prints out the little thing and then throws, like, three or four more scallops in after that. Wow. Like, this guy is my bud. I like that. Did you kiss? Um, yeah. No, just, just hands down. Oh, okay. Um, and then... Like shaking? So I made... Uh, a Kung Pao spaghetti with chicken and shrimp. It's a California pizza kitchen recipe that I liked from a long time ago. So it's basically like Kung Pao, but instead of noodles and things, it's spaghetti. Instead of noodles, it's noodles. I don't know what I'm saying. How is it different than Kung Pao, like Chinese food? Well, typically there isn't like noodles in that. Oh, there aren't? No. I thought there were. It, Kung Pao something is usually just meat and vegetables. I don't so know, I've I mean, only had someone's leftover vegetables <laughs> going back to our I college I made like days. a Kung Pao sauce, yeah. I made the uh, spaghetti, and I also made, it was like a cornstarch mix kind of thing that I, that I, it. yeah, for the chicken and the shrimp, and um, green onions, and garlic, and peanuts, and red chili peppers, it was very delicious. Sounds good. It was very delicious. And Amanda's not a huge... You know, yeah. Well, no, she she likes certain like flatbreads and stuff in there. Um, of the of the like big box kind of places, I do not like them. But CPK because of this dish more than anything else, I kind of like like Cheesecake Factory. No, no. You know, I feel like you have to have some sort of chain place you're okay with for traveling. Mm. I'm okay with BJ's. <laughs> Going out on a limb there. <laughs> Bold I statement. don't mind BJ's, in case you were curious. Um, now I know what to get you for your birthday. <laughs> they they have good jambalaya. Okay. Yeah. See, I... I as long as you have one dish, the rest yeah. of it, you know. But I would pick the CPK over... Because, to me, BJ's is like the Cheesecake Factory. Like, if you have... Because their menu is like A 47-page yeah. menu. Like, if you can Cheesecake do... Cheesecake Factory is, like, several iterations beyond anyone else, though. Yeah. But, I mean, if your chef is doing all these things, he's not doing any of them well. Right. If you do Italian And they're food, still, like, you know, super expensive. Well. Like, you'd go to a nice restaurant. And so these people that line up and wait for, like, an hour and a half... Right. ...at Cheesecake Factory, what is your life? Right. I don't understand. I, we got, like, a gift card to there. And so, how would you proceed? I would give it to a homeless. If it was like a $50 gift card? Sure. Really? Tax write-off, maybe. No, I mean, yeah, I would go, oh, could it be used for alcohol? Because sometimes they say, like, not good on it, but, you know, I would go sit at the bar, maybe. This was my move. Phoned in, just parked, picked it up, and left. That's, yeah. But still, it's it's It still wasn't food. great. It still wasn't great. Or, or like just order a cheesecake to go and mm. take it to the like office cheesecake. the next day. You don't like cheesecake? No. Wow. You'd never be on the Golden I don't Girls. like cheesecake. I don't like pumpkin pie. I don't wow. like any kind of pie. Apple? You know what I like? Cake? BJ's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. So here, here's our other final four pairing to get into the final two. Yeah. Uh, it is far better to be alone than to mm-hmm. be in bad company. Or, I have often regretted my speech, but never my silence. silence. Well, those are also kind of a good pair, like, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to go with the the being alone, though. 
I, would. I feel like these are two very good Jacob. I wouldn't say I've often there. regretted my speech. I've occasionally regretted my speech, mostly on this podcast. Nope. <laughs> but I also don't feel like I've ever regretted my silence. Yeah. I feel like maybe I regretted my silence in the moment. Like, uh. When you I saw re- that guy get hit by the car? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you could have been like, hey, watch out, but I don't know. Like, there was a time in high school where there was a girl that I liked, and I, like, never had the courage to talk to her about it and, and ask her out or whatever. That would be an example of regretting my silence. And now she's married to Robert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, that's okay. we'll edit that part out. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to edit it out because that's not what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, uh, I'm talking about Miss um, Poppin. Oh, anyway, um, you got to stay for the Poppins. <laughs> uh, so the final two, yes, are are. Let me well, let me see if I can remember. The final two are. I've had a nice time, but this wasn't it. A wonderful time. A wonderful time, but this wasn't it. And tis better to be alone than in bad company. Is. <sighs> this is a hard one because one, I mean, the, the Groucho one is just pure schnark, yeah. and the other one is more like yeah, you can think about that, blah 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 blah. But I feel like they're both representative of you, like yeah, more so than a lot of these other ones. <laughs> the, this was a great final two for you. This was this, exactly for me. This was a great. Absolutely. Did you did you have me in mind when you picked all sixteen? No. Or how did you pick all sixteen? Excellent question. One of them, I have a book. Um, there was a book called Wonder, and it's like for kids or whatever. Is it Wonder adults. Action? No. Um, it's about a kid. I think I actually haven't read the book, but I think it's about a kid who has like a like a, a lazy eye or like some kind of jacked up eye thing. And um, it's about his teacher and just his experience in school and whatever. And I think they're turning into a movie. And I believe the teacher is going to be played by David Diggs from Hamilton. Anyway. Um, I bought the companion book. So in the book, um, this teacher like does this like quote of the day thing. So this companion book has a quote for every day of the year, 365 mm-hmm. quotes. So on my board in my classroom, I write a quote of the day. Up but there's not 365 day. days of school. That's true, which is great for me because some of the quotes aren't great. Ah. So anyway, I got some of them from that and then just some other from the internet. Okay. But yeah, they, clearly some of these would not be in that book. Yeah. <laughs> like the Rod Stewart one. They, right. they were... They, well, how did you find that one? I think I just Googled, like, snarky quotes, because oh, okay. I wanted to make sure I had some that were clever Google and Rod Stewart quotes? But it's, some of these quote things are dumb. I'm like, clever quotes, and, like, it's a bunch of quotes that give have... Give me liberty, or give well, me no. no, it's the oh. words... It's quotes that have the word clever in them. Uh, like, come on. Come on, internet. And then there's a lot of quote ones that don't attribute it to an author, and I didn't want to do any that were unknown right. or anonymous. I wanted them all to be, like, actual people that you know. I'm going to go with the Groucho one. Okay. Because, and going back to Amanda's whole thing, like, what is this? Is it for, like, on your tombstone? I I, I would put that on my tombstone. That would be really funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. <laughs> that would be a great thing to go on your tombstone. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you did a good job. I will say that, that I appreciate all the work you that went into the brackets, but... Ultimately, I've had a wonderful time, and this wasn't it. And that's a podcast. That's a podcast. And you put the load right on.